everyone and welcome to To Having To Roll, the podcast. I'm sorry, did I completely shock you there, Robin? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, we're going live in a second. I went to yawn and then you're like, hello everyone. I was like, well, Yeah, I'm let's go. Awake. Energy, energy, come on. Be, be professional. You've got to turn it on when it's, when it's on. Um, it's on. Welcome everybody. My name's Oliver. Uh, I'm joined as always by Robin and today we're continuing our um our recap of Empire event number three the summer solstice and this is part three so yeah. make sure and go back and watch the other the other two the other two parts if you already yeah, you'll never catch up either way you never catch up you've got it but it's, <laughs> it's good even if you've listened to them before maybe just re listen to them and maybe you'll find little kind of nuggets as well you never know <laughs> you never know unless you don't try um a couple of people well a few people actually reached out to me after the last episode uh, yeah. about the about the brock's toll uh situation that i was ranting about um and it seemed like it was a good thing i was ranting about it um because i think people a, a few people shared my sentiments a few people uh wanted to make sure that I understood because I had said that I felt like it didn't count. And the reason I said I felt like it didn't count is because that was the, that seemed to be the thing I was hearing the most in whatever like social media echo chamber I was sat in. I kept yeah. hearing from other people about Brock's Toll online and just reading, just passively reading about Brock's Toll. People were going, oh, it didn't count. It shouldn't have happened. It didn't count um so that's why i felt like oh well it didn't count but apparently i was uh corrected and a few people said apparently it did count because the position wasn't i.e the so it's a player position it's, it's basically a toll bridge right no it is a toll bridge um that is controlled so it gives you whatever whatever resource it, it gives um so a player is in charge of that like we did with like the all east garden before but apparently mm -hmm. the position was completely empty usually it takes place at summer I have no idea why it was emptier, probably because of the longest dark or something, COVID or something. I don't know. But so it, it did technically count the first time. Uh, I just wanted to make sure everyone knew that we knew that that now. However, <laughs> everything, I think everything, uh, my, my issue is still, um, yeah, the, the issues that I have is still the same with it, you know, um, and quite a few people messaged me to say, yeah, we kind of, uh we totally get what you're saying so hopefully um we'll we'll either get something done about it or um yeah think of something else yeah no definitely um but i mean brock's tool seems to be this sort of weird conversation that as soon as you say it people seem to have very strong views either way but I really enjoyed it. I just yeah. had so much fun fighting said. with the marchers, or yeah. fighting against the marchers. But still, it was it was a lot of fun. Oh, there was just yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's what I said at the end of the last uh, the last episode. It was that there is something there. It's not as if it's oh this isn't fun, so therefore let's not do it. Like there's something. There's definitely something there. Oh yeah, there's this want mm -hmm. to you know come compete and have some yeah. fun. <laughs> also, I apologise. My, my dog is just absolutely flat out, and every now and again she's like doing big snores. So just in case that comes through on the <laughs> the audio, especially audio only uh, listeners, just in case it's not it's not uh, Robin being bored by my ramblings. Although <laughs> <laughs> I assure you, it isn't. <laughs> 
it might be it might be it on might be. some of them <laughs> um i will also say as well like we we were talking about um being tanky last time so so the fact that we had we felt tanky because we had like you know seven and eight hit points um I do understand also that that's not tanky compared to a lot of other players that have been around a while. I, I just meant we were very tanky compared to, for our third event, bearing in mind that Aranel went out at E1, went out <laughs> to the battlefield with two hit points, no zero armor and two base hit points, uh, two universal hit points. With a little dagger and a short sword. With a short sword and a fucking dagger. Um, <laughs> So it was more relative to that that I was like, yeah, we were tanky this time uh, because, yeah, there, there are people with, you know, if you've been around a while, you've got a lot of experience points and people have put that into endurance and then they've got magic items that they've collected and you can get d double figure hit points quite easily. Um, but, yeah, it was it was like a relative thing to what we'd already experienced because even me at E... One, I was walking around a lot of the time just with my gambeson on, which gave me like an extra two, which I didn't Wait, know at the yeah, time. You didn't even know that at no. the time. Yeah, you were like walking around being like, oh, I've only got two hit points. And yeah. then you found out after that yeah. your gambeson also gave you armor. Yeah, because I got a gambeson and then I have my like leg padding as well, which counts as light armor, so which gives you two extra hits. But I, I, So I was walking around a lot of the time at E2 being like, yeah, I thought, man, you're really squishy in this game. Um, but if you're wearing the right stuff, you know, and you get the right enchantments, then it's not as bad. <laughs> and if you don't, you know, go out into a battle with a plain shirt and a belt. <laughs> yeah, well, now I now we know like why people were so concerned about you specifically at E1. They were like, so worried. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you were just you were like a pure rogue though, so that that was it. It was like squishy. It was like you were like level one rogue in D and D. That's what you were. You were level level one rogue, basically. <laughs> absolutely uh you know um very effective when you're dishing out damage but if you at any point get cornered and hit then it's it's night night um it was it was great though because i mean i know we're like going back to e1 here but um when when i first went out because we went to different lances and i i joined the lance and they were like yeah just follow follow these guys if you get lost and i was like okay yeah great and then I got split up very quickly because it was my first ever experience of being on a battlefield. And I was like, oh, those are the ones I meant to follow. Yeah, the, the ones in huge clank who were in the front the whole time. I was like, oh, I meant to follow them. So I guess I should be here. <laughs> yeah, did, did we talk about Lance's last? I think we did. I think we talked we about... We did, yeah, we yeah, did. Because it was quite interesting, like not really going with a Lance this time, just like yeah. doing our own shit because you, you had gone with... I'd gone in with um the Durandal's lance e1 and mm -hmm. the twisted fang at e2 and you had gone with the amber lance at both events both events yeah so it was quite good so we had we had a we had a bit of a connection with a good chunk of the dornish force in that in that respect as well so you kind of mm. i kind of now i knew when i looked at certain people i was like oh that must be twisted fang that must be amber lance because i knew the faces in all these yeah. different lances which was really handy um, but anyway, yeah, we left it off, obviously, at Brock's Toll. Um, after Brock's Toll, Robin, what did we do after <laughs> Brock's Toll? <laughs> well, after Brock's Toll, we went and we sat down outside our tent. And we had a lovely little drink. We were joined by, um, by a friend uh, who 
has confirmed I can see his meme. So we were, we were joined by Jamie. Um, and I really needed a love story from the orcs. And uh, what did I see across the other side of the yeah, you, glory yeah, square? Yeah, I'm saying we left off of Brock's toll. You did, you did talk <laughs> about the orc that was pretending to be a, a noble in did i yes for you some did, reason yeah. i thought we'll all I, yeah. see i was getting confused there sorry yeah because no, i thought we'd fine. already said I, that and then <laughs> yeah it's fine i i already got um yeah i was getting confused because because of the brock's toll thing i thought that's literally where we ended it no you you we ended it with uh you heading off to the orcs with jamie yes so jamie and i went off to the imperial orcs now this is my first ever time going to the Imperial Orcs. And I was glad I had Jamie with me because he had um, he had a reason to go as well, had been, knew what he was doing, and he's, he's a bit more of an experienced player. So I felt like I could just ask him a lot of questions on the way and get a good idea as to what I was doing. So heading in was quite easy, actually. We've we just walked in and I was expecting to be like stopped or something, but we just walked in past the two orcs at the start. They were um, trading and we just walked in and yeah, it was nice and quiet. And very quickly we were approached by someone and I, I explained the whole situation that I was looking for love stories from the Imperial Orcs. Now, this is where we thought we were going to end up going on a bit of a hunt around all of Anvil when they said there is a particular orc you need to speak to. Then they have a story, but they've just left. And then Jamie went, oh, I know who that orc is. I, I recognize them leaving, so I know who we're looking for. So we started leaving, and then the Egregore stopped us and asked us what we were doing there. <laughs> And we explained and instantly took us back into the camp and took us over to someone who, yeah, who had a wonderful story. Um, I've not been able to find everybody online yet, so I'm not going to go using names or anything just now, just because I don't have that permission. But we we headed in and we were sat down and the Egregore left and came back with more imperial orcs and it ended up with myself and jamie sitting there roughly seven or eight orcs um and we were all just sharing love stories we got so many love stories all a little bit different some of them were definitely beautiful love stories to donish standards a couple were more stories of lust shall we say but they were definitely definitely fun to listen to yeah you get a lot of those <laughs> and they asked for a story in return from dawn now oh did they you've not told me this oh they asked for a story in return oh shit i wouldn't have been prepared for that <laughs> well i was at first i thought well i could tell them our story but they already knew enough about us they, they knew what i was doing they knew what you were doing so instead um so i do have the permission to use this character's name i actually used the story of tancred and mera 
um their their wedding so I used that's their a good story. story yeah yeah it was good because it had so much well what I used was the story from the test barter and because there was so much combat and fighting involved uh, everybody was like yes we love this and they were all just really into this story and said yeah that's how you test someone that's also, how you prove it <laughs> yeah it's in recent memory as well of, of yeah. so it, so <laughs> there were probably people around that either would have heard of it or saw it happening in real time exactly yeah so that was great fun and then we'd come to the end of that we had a couple of really strong drinks um I've learned my lesson about just drinking what people offer me but still <laughs> and then I was like oh well thank you all we are going to head off now and um, oh what I will say is I took my notebook in to write everything down and they were, I, I, I'm glad that I've learned so much about the Imperial Orcs just by being there because I didn't know much before. And I learned a lot about how their names work, about how important it is to put all that information down. So I'm more prepared for next time. And Jamie and I were like, well, we'll see you all later. Thank you. And we went to leave. And then, well, they were really lovely. They, they asked about um Godric and they wanted to know a little bit about him so I gave them a full description um detailing you know what he normally wears the weapons he carries I told them that he's like amazing fighter and that he's just brilliant yeah so and we may as well just like jump ahead so, <laughs> so like when we met up later Robin tell Robin you like told me all this stuff yep uh, not even like because you're you're telling it now with a little bit of like tongue in cheek, but you like without any, like all in no, just pure naivety in, in character and out of character. You came to me and were like, oh yeah, we went to the orcs. They were great. You know what? They actually, they, they even offered to escort me back to camp. And I was mm -hmm. like, what? They're like, yeah. Oh, and I told them all about you. They were very interested in you. I told them all about you. I, t I told them what you looked like. Told you, told them how good you were at fighting. Told them about your shield. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I actually like, it was like out of character as well. I'm like, you do realize they were going to come and like beat me up and <laughs> try to kill me probably. <laughs> and you're like, what? No, like totally. Oh, they're lovely. Totally not even in character. You're like, what? What? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Thank thankfully you didn't bring them back because in character, I like Godric would have, yeah, obviously, you know, f fought for his, uh, fought for his, honor and love of Arunel, but yeah, I totally know that, the, and we had this confirmed later on, didn't we? I, yeah, they, they, I, I uh, knew yeah, instantly. Yeah, out of character there. Yeah. Well, we, may well <laughs> we may as well tell everyone this now. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, at the end of the weekend, we uh, bumped into the uh, Imperial Orcs Egregore out of character with no mask, and we then continued speaking about this, and I'd said that Robin had come up to me in character and been like, oh, yeah, they're going to escort me home and he confirmed he was like yeah no, no we were totally going to see if we can find you and if you didn't have a shield we were going to try and find another suitor for Aaron now <laughs> that was more worthy well well, what, what he said was first of all if you didn't have your shield we would have called her a liar because she she said you had the shield then we would have challenged you and then if you weren't worthy we would have gone and found her someone yeah. worthy yeah <laughs> <laughs> see, see I, I i knew i knew out of character what exactly what that meant when you were like oh yeah they were lovely they they, they wanted to escort me back home i'm like oh oh what 
Um, so yeah, you could have got Godric <laughs> killed quite easily. <laughs> Jamie was there as well. He was probably like, does she know what she's doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was it was funny because it was just there was just no uh yeah, there was no like you playing at it. It was just totally just oblivious. Um so that was that was the close escape for a Godric. Um it might still come back to bite him in the backside, but and I think I did offer a a, a favor. What like Godric's very bad at offering uh, favors for things because <laughs> he's probably he's not he's probably not as charming as Aranel, so I have a, I have a habit of being like oh uh, I want this and people th th yeah sometimes um, the other Imperials a little bit mistrusting maybe of my uh, of my friendliness um, and it's totally in character it's totally what you see is what you get with Godric um, but I think some of them are like mm, what's in it for me and I'm just like oh well mm. I'll do you a favor I'll do you a favor come call on me anytime and all these favors are gonna get shopped in all at once I think <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Um, <laughs> Well, while I say that, because while I've been going around these stories, uh, what I like to do, what I do like about that, I mean, I'm kind of half kidding about the favor thing, um, but the thing with, like, military units, um, or people coming up to you going, oh, yeah, do you have fleets? Do you have military units? Um, we need these resources. So, the, like, the military unit, people will obviously come up and be like, okay, uh, you know, and they'll have this, like, little pitch, like, oh, you know, do you have a military unit? You'll be like... Yeah, I have a military unit. Like, all right, well, we've got this campaign going on. We really need to do this because the Empire needs to do this, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, in roleplay, a, a military unit is, like, a load of people that you're in charge of. So I'm going to be, like, in roleplay, I'm like, I'm going to be very guarded with, you know, my soldiers. I'm not just going to send them off because someone gave me a two-minute pitch. And that's not, mm. obviously, like, it, I'm not expecting people to come at me with, like, an hour pitch that's not what i'm saying obviously uh but what i would prefer to do so i actually sent them off with uh i sent my military unit off with the um hounds of glory literally because well one there was like uh payment in it um but two yeah i have like i, I feel like i know the general tancred right who's who's in charge of them and i'm like I've had experiences uh, in Tancred's story. So, you know, I've, I've role-played with Tancred a fair bit. And I'm like, well, yeah, obviously I'll have some loyalty to someone I know. And I know, like you say, the test of the test of ardor and whatnot. It's, it's So I'm invested in the general story. So yeah. I want to put my soldiers to, to that. Um, with the favor thing, I would be. I think it'd be way better if people come up to me and go, oh, Godric, remember that time I gave you a love story for a favor? Well, you know, I've got this problem and I need military units. That's that is good game then because then I'm like, yeah. oh, you, yeah, so I'm invested in their story and they're invested in my story. I'm willing to put my uh my soldiers at risk and myself at risk to yeah, help out someone rather than yeah. someone just coming up and being like, "Oh, hey, you know, I've got a you know, we're, we're doing this, the the Thule are being bastards, let's do this." And I'm like, "No, oh, I don't really I don't really care that much about <laughs> the Thor. Um, but if it's someone coming to me, especially with Godric's character, you know, because he's, he's very that way, if someone would come up to me and be like, oh, you know, I'm having problems with the Thor and I actually I'm invested in their in their story, you know, their character story, I'm way more likely to go, yeah, of course, here's my military unit. Take them. Yeah, no, no, I, I, that, that does make sense, actually. I think that's... Uh... That's a good point, actually, and a good use of, yeah, 
since mm. Godric now owes favors to everyone. Okay. No, not everyone yet. <laughs> not everyone yet. Yet. <laughs> yeah, not everyone. But thing is, because I'm not like I'm not in character, like rich. Uh, I'm not in character. I've not got the skills, like the trading skills or the religious skills or the political power or anything to offer anything else really you know i'm like yeah i, I can't be like oh no yeah i'll get you i'll get you a, an audience with the you know night protector of whatever you know or i'll get i'll get you you know uh this resource you know because i just mm -hmm. don't have the, those connections but currently what i'm doing is i'm 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 at well we both are i guess where godric's definitely in that moment where he's like networking you know, so he's like, yeah, yeah th this is why it's a good test of metal because it's it's basically making us go out and go, oh, you know, what, what well, do you do? Like, what I want to do, I know we're not on to like what we're doing next time or anything, but one of the things I'm, I'm currently trying to work out is a little like thank you type of thing because RNL is the type who's, you know, she'll just go back around to find all the people she got stories from and, you know, thank them for those stories and just like leave a little a little, a little gift or something i just don't want to accidentally make it look like a threat yeah well <laughs> but you give out give a out gift flowers, from don the regards so what what did you um what did you learn about the the, the imperial orcs as a culture then you said you learned about then how they name how their names work what did you learn there oh um Put me on the spot now because I, I couldn't sit and recite everything because I don't want my book tut, with tut. me. See, there you go. Sorry, sorry. There you go. Imperial no, Orcs no. listening. <laughs> didn't even pay attention to what you had to say. Just took what she needed and ran. <laughs> I've got all her names written down and everything and in the way, but I, I I wouldn't actually confidently be able to sit and answer it. It's fine. I'll save now. you. So I went off to the Brass Coast. Uh, I went off to the Brass Coast um, and... Uh, well, I won't put it in a nutshell. I'll just, I'll, I'll tell you what I kind of did. I kind of just wandered around um, and joined that there was um, a load of freeborn uh, sitting around a fire uh, singing songs. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, and I just, you know, I just went and just sat, uh, just sat and listened to them sing the songs. Um, and as soon as the song was finished, I was just like the, uh, awkward just like probably not godric didn't think he was awkward but it probably was awkward uh, but, but i was like oh i'm sorry for interrupting i am and i stated my quest i'm looking for stories of true love from around the empire is there anything you can tell me about true love and uh funnily enough um the brass coast is is similar to the league <laughs> in uh some of their attitudes towards true love um to to godric's just like oh okay um so yeah the the way they marry is usually uh yeah very well thought out uh their relationships are very well thought out and they taught me the importance of contracts in the brass coast and it was very thematic yeah. in fact actually it was very much like uh, godric was in a bit of a musical uh because i was like oh you you have contracts and like, oh no contracts are very important and they got a little songbook out and they sung me a song <laughs> about why the Brass Coast values contracts. Uh, and it, I remember the chorus. The chorus went, in the Brass Coast, have you heard, have you heard? Contracts are always preferred. And it was basically a story about, uh, you know, p different parties 
getting into all these different types of relationships and then throwing around accusations being like, no, you broke your word. No, you broke your word. In the brass coast, if you heard, if you heard, contracts are always preferred. Uh, so it was like a little musical <laughs> number <laughs> that I understood why it was a big deal in the brass coast. And um, then I continued talking to another freeborn, uh, continued talking about free love and what, uh, so, so that they're not, like just like the league, they're not very forthcoming. Um, well, the thing is, a lot. I'm saying they're not very forthcoming. They're probably not very forthcoming to outsiders, you know, especially from Dawn. Because um, the thing is, as soon as I like sat down with my roses on, um, the thing is, I'm not a Dornish noble, but I, I'm quite. I must stick out like a sore thumb because as soon as I sit down, they're like, I just, "Oh, I'm looking for stories of true love," and they're like, "You're from Dawn, aren't you?" <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> from Dawn. Um, and uh, yeah, we started talking about marriage, and uh, they went, "Yeah, well, well, we're going to a, a wedding right now, actually." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh, really?" <laughs> Like, how lucky is that <laughs> yeah well yeah this this was one stroke of luck that i had and i was like all right well uh they were like well it's invitation only but you might see if you can sneak in i'm like yeah i'll see if i can sneak in um so i just fo- i just like followed the crowd <laughs> like like some uh terrible you know like in Shaun of the dead where they're trying to like just pretend to be zombies <laughs> it was a bit like that i just like dum 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 um, and I got to the Sun door. Sun on your chest. <laughs> but yeah, just do, 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 uh, just not looking like a, a a freeborn at all. And then I heard on the way another stroke of luck. Uh, I heard uh, en route to this wedding ceremony that I was going to try and get into uh, that it was between a brass coaster, a freeborn, and someone from the league. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, Kikabeo, so you say that no, that leaguers never marry. So th- this was a pattern that I was picking up from the league as well, is that they would say one thing and what actually happens is a different thing. You know, that literally every leaguer I spoke to was like, leaguers don't marry outside the league. Uh, but I've heard like three different instances of leaguers <laughs> marrying outside the league. And I was like, oh, this is, this is juicy. Um, I didn't sneak in because that's not Godric. Um, I literally came to the door, uh, and I just explained, I was just like, I'm sorry, I don't, I, cause people are literally handing their invitations in and I was like, I'm so sorry, I don't have an invitation. Uh, but, and I just explained and the person on the door was just like, that actually, that was the moment where someone went, cause I didn't say I was from Dawn. I was like, Oh, I'm actually, uh, I, I don't have an invitation, but I'm, uh, gathering love stories. And, and I would like to uh, see what a wedding ceremony in, in the brass coast looks like. And he was like, Dornish, aren't you? I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, I am. And he's like, come on in. And I was like, yeah. And there was there was drinks going around. There was like, yeah, people were handing out drinks. So I was like, oh, this is lovely. And the problem was, it wasn't like it wasn't like the biggest biggest tent. You know, no. it's it's big. Obviously, it was big, but compared to like a wedding outside of Anvil, you know, it's not. It, I, I couldn't like hide in a corner. I was quite obviously there. <laughs> it was like, mm. um, so I just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just kind of stood. I just stood next to the next to the food, um, and the yeah, the wedding ceremony was um, really beautiful. And I could tell that. And I was there. I was trying to scribble down notes um, as best I could. Uh, it also helped that I had my notebook, and I did have a. By that time, I had my pencil. <laughs> it actually helped because it looked like I I was you know, I, I, you know I wasn't being like dishonest with what i was doing so it did look like if anyone saw me there they were like oh yeah well he's obviously like you know 
documenting this. <laughs> mm. this. Um, but they, yeah, there was a whole the, the whole thing was about reading out the contract and like out of character. It's it's obviously it gives them a a really good piece of game because the contract had you know quite comedic parts to it. You know, yeah. like I'm not I'm not gonna uh, I, I can't remember anyway. I can only paraphrase <laughs> uh, exactly what the um, contract would say. But it was like, yeah, would you promise to you know to you know put up with this part aspect of uh, the way they are and things like that so there was funny parts to it um and it was only for two years i think uh i think i'm saying only so yeah very undornish however I, i'm like right i'm gonna have to like th there's definitely a love story here and i'm gonna have to read between the lines so it was like it was trying to get all the things that were unsaid you know and, and so you know they, they it's something that is I'm giving you. I'm giving away too much to you now. Uh, so it's something that's leagueish is the uh, is is the rings, um, which was interesting because I was like because I asked you know I did speak to them after the fact, um, and the 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 rings of loyalty, um, and I was like oh that's a virtue and make sure and uh, that's that's a that's a big deal. So the rings of loyalty um, are apparently a leagueish thing, and I'm like well mm. that's that is, that is a sign of true love in the league if you're willing to give a token of loyalty which is a virtue um and yeah there were songs sung that they had written for each other and it was yeah it was beautiful um and i did speak to them after um i'm not going to go to any more into it um but yeah i did get i did get a love story i haven't got it confirmed yet by Adonis troubadour because i kind of ran out of time because obviously it was their wedding and i was like they had lots of people coming around congratulating them. They wanted to drink and be merry and it was there having a good time. And I was like, well, I can't take up all their time. This is their wedding day. So I was like, I just grabbed them at the end and was like, uh, just right after they did all their vows, the ceremony, I was like, I was like, Hey, my name's Godric. <laughs> and, I'm, looking for stories. I'm, looking at, yeah, I'm looking for stories of true love and things. That's, that's the best time to get when they've just been married. It's the best time to catch someone in that romantic mood. And I was like, I was like, would you mind if I came back and found you? So, um, and then I came back to camp and you were there and you were like, oh, I was at the Orcs and then I got the story. And <laughs> since you mentioned the Orcs again there, sorry, I've got my notebook. And because I wrote down, the one thing I learned was how their names work. Obviously not very well because I don't have it committed to memory yet. I didn't want to muck it up though. So I learned about Orc, about Imperial Orc names specifically and that they have their legion name which is kind of similar to humans family name but this is something that develops from them um it's to do with them fighting style i'm really sorry if any imperial orcs are listening and i'm butchering this but the legion name usually comes first when they introduce themselves and the legion name usually describes a bit more of their fighting style and it's to do with the the military side of it and then it's followed by their personal name. And the interesting thing about the personal names and the reason those were important is because that's something that's only been a recent thing since they've gotten their freedom. And the personal names are really, really short names as well. Um, mainly just one syllable. Um, and yeah. I think, I could be wrong here, so please correct me. I believe that most people who are portraying um, more of a female um type of character will go for two syllables could be wrong there yeah 
Whoa. But that's what I've noted down. And that's how they introduce themselves. And I had no idea about this. And that's when they were like, really made be like, make sure you're writing those yeah. down because that is important in it. And then now I, I realize obviously how, why that is so important. So that's the main thing that I learned from being there. That's cool. But even and, like, even if yeah. that's not 100% correct, from the wiki that's that's your in character yeah. experience so yeah it, it's that's that's Arnell's now understanding because i've i've done the like i'm 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 a terrible like, i'm a terrible student i was terrible at school i never did my homework right so <laughs> i uh just going on to the i'll go onto the wiki if i'm like i've got an interest of something uh but i purposely chose godric as a character and his personality so I didn't have to do it because I think it's just better game because I like I, I don't won't go through because some people like to do that like because everything on the wiki it says and it's even the Winds of Fortune and Winds of War, um, which is the the continuing story of the campaign in between events. They literally say like it's up it's to, it's up to you. You can read all this. It's completely up to you how much of this stuff your character knows. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's great if I'm like, yeah, I'll just I just that that's just giving me a free pass not to read. <laughs> not to read it because i'm lazy i like learning things as i go that's the thing um if i were to sit and read the wiki obviously i i check things i need to kind of double check but if i were to sit and study the wiki i'd probably forget a lot of it but also i think that's what's more interesting is getting to know people in that way getting to know it from their point of view because what i have found going to all these different nations they all want to tell me about their nation, about, you know, because it's something that they're all passionate about. They're there for a reason. And there's, it's, it, it comes, it comes across a lot better when you're just learning it in that sort of way. Yeah. Also um, you're learning yeah. their version exactly. as well. Like you're, you're, le you're learning that, that particular character's version of the Imperial Orcs culture. You know, exactly. It's, yes, it's, yes. it's not just a oh, I, this is this is just revised off the wiki, and therefore, because then literally everyone's just it's not. What's wrong, doggy? I can hear her. Yeah, What's she, she doing? She's getting all grumpy because she's woken up and realised that she's uh, locked in this room. Do you do you want do you want to go out? Or are you just going to settle down? I'm sure well, she'll settle. Down. I'm sure she'll <laughs> settle down. We'll, we'll we'll carry on. Yeah, it's um. Oh yeah, what yeah one well, so. Uh, these experiences that we're talking about as well and the things we learn uh please bear in mind listeners as well like uh it, this is our like our characters understanding and we're like discovering this as we go so this is kind of like how i think i can speak for robin here like that's how we yeah. like to play the game um so yeah don't, don't don't take what we say as like oh yeah that is letter of the uh wiki or anything you know we, we try and do our best to uh, not give uh, listeners like false information obviously but yeah. <laughs> um yes yeah, so, yeah, so sometimes it will just be uh, i think i think it just makes best story because i i that there are some well there are a few um empire specific um content creators that make uh like literally like educational um stuff on empire that will go through all the rules and things like that but for us we're we're more kind of storytellers aren't we? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah i mean maybe at some point we might go down that route by the minute because we're just discovering everything yeah. and it's new we're just excitedly being like oh my gosh i learned this yeah. when i went to this nation and they do this and you yeah. know and then just 
we'll add yeah. to it in the future. Oh yeah, what? Yeah, one correction as well from last time. I was we were talking about like experience points and where we were spending them. Apparently, I called ah. the. <laughs> apparently, I because I didn't even notice till uh, someone pointed out. Apparently, I called the. There's an ability called Dreadnought, um, which I usually call it Dreadnought, and uh, I, it gives you an extra hit point for wearing actual metal armor, heavy metal armor. Uh, apparently, I called it Juggernaut in the last. <laughs> The last, uh, so it's dreadnought, not juggernaut, um, that gives you that one point. Are you sure? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, anyway, after so after I was hanging out in the brass coast, I came back. So this is this is actually pretty late now because we've done a it's lot late. now on Saturday. Um, we came back and, like I said in the last episode, I was already so tired um, from the Saturday battle and drinking heavily on the Friday and the Saturday, <laughs> sorry, the Thursday and the Friday. Um, yeah. So I came back, found you and yeah, it was pretty, pretty much after that, it was like, go have a couple of drinks, right? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was late at that point. Um, we ended up, um, yeah, having, I'm trying to think because while I was away with the orcs, I then saw you after that. I just don't remember what we did at that point there because then we did go off. I'm sure we went to do something or yeah, I think we 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 uh, I think we just hung out. I, don't think, I think was, yeah. yeah, we just hung out. We oh no, we went to songs and stories, didn't we? Oh yeah, no, yeah, we went to songs yeah. and stories for a little bit. Yeah, so we did. Yeah. We went. Um, yeah, we we went. We only went for a little bit though. We I think we went just for a wander around. Yeah, we got some drink we went to songs and stories we ended up in wise guys and we ended up and just you got your lucky i'm sure you took the lucky feet you know if there is such a thing i feel like there is and you've taken it and you're just like oh well yeah let's let's you know we, we've done a lot of like uh gathering stories and we're both tired let's just go have a quiet drink at wise guys and then we're sat there for about um, like four minutes and uh, Adornish Troubadour like wanders in and goes, "Oh yeah, do you want to have a drink?" Blah, blah, blah. And we sat and had a drink with Adornish Troubadour, and you're like, "Oh, I got a story." And they're like, "Oh, tell me," said story. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> so you managed to just like, even though it was a cool, like, "Oh yeah, we'll not do any more test of metal." <laughs> no, you're like firing on ahead. I mean, you've got to take these opportunities when they arise. <laughs> you, you do. I mean, the, the one thing I was... I mean, they asked for the story. No, I'm did. not going to yeah. say no. No. Well, that's why it was like, it wasn't as if you saw Adonis Trouble, you jumped out your seat and went, oh, I've got a story to tell you. It literally just came up in conversation, you know? Um, that's one thing I will say. Like, you, I mean, you do have to, like, in this game, you do have to, like, jump in with both feet and some players have a lot of stuff going on. It is a short weekend to get so much stuff done. Yeah. And people will want to speak to you. And the heart, and the, the more like hats you wear and the more stuff plates you have spinning, the less time you have in the weekend. And obviously people would want to like enjoy themselves and have a drink. Um, so yeah, it can be actually tricky to like pin people down and be like, I need to talk to you about oh, this yeah, thing. Oh yeah, definitely. It's difficult. And sometimes you're like, you feel a little bit, could you get a bit of social anxious as well you know i mean it, it, there's a lot of people that come across like oh yeah they, they just you know they're they're super confident they just go and ask and get what they want but yeah you do sit there and you're like oh yeah i need to speak to that player over there but they look busy and you know they, they probably don't want me like running up they look like they've had a long day especially when it's getting to like 10 11 
midnight uh, on the Saturday and you're like, yeah. oh, we're still in role play, so I can still like go and talk to this person about that. And you're like, then they probably just want to have a drink and chill out now. Exactly. Because I mean, I was like that. I was just like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> I can do it. Yeah. Because I'm sure we weren't there. We had quite a few drinks. Um, yeah, I think a bit. I think we just drank until the in, until we went to bed, and then that I think that was that for the Saturday. I think. Yeah, that was that. That was that. Do you want to take a little break, and I'm gonna go get a drink. Yes. Yeah. Back two seconds. Ah, we're back. Um, yeah. So uh, Sunday, Sunday, we did, got up, did our usual coffee stuff, and we were monstering. So we were playing. Once again, the Yagara, um, which are the, you know, defective uh, marchers under the roll, the roll, the roll, the rule, the rule, <laughs> the rule of the Yotun, um, orcs, bar- orc barbarians. We love the Yotun. <laughs> we love the Yotun. Uh, yeah, so it was ba- basically, it, this seems to be like a pattern that's going on. So with, uh, they hand out masks for monstering. So every event, it's like that they'll like give out masks on one day and not on the other. The day they're not handing out the masks, they have the Yagara. So because they're like, they used to be marchers, now they're under the Yotun rule. I think that's, it's because the, the kit of the marchers is generic enough. Well, I'm sorry, I, I don't know if that's offensive, but it's it's that way that like it kits easy to get things to look marcherish maybe um that's kind of why they've decided kind of out of like meta out of to do that uh, it just so happens that we you know we always tend to fight the druge and we ha- we've always fought as yugara which is fine mm. I, I don't know if i'm like i might want to like throw an orc mask on one day maybe join an elite monstering unit i don't know um but we were yugara once again which i was glad of and i did not wear my armor because it was hot so hot yeah, it was pretty hard actually. I, yeah, I just went like light as well, yeah. and just yeah, we we went and we we joined our, our skirmish crew, went to do some skirmishing. Yeah, and uh, so I I this is where I got to use my two handed weapon, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> two handed weapon mm-hmm. as uh, yeah my um, that, that's what my Yagara character. Likes to do, although I did go through several Yagara characters <laughs> during this battle. Um, so yeah, I just went with my two-hander. Uh, you went your usual ambidextrousness, didn't you? Yeah, I just went ambi. Yeah. But I, I decided to make myself even lighter, and I didn't bother with any of the, like, because usually I have all, like, my sheaths and everything on me. I just took everything off and just took two swords. Yeah, I was I, like, meh, let's just go for it. Yeah, I, I wore some of the polyplate again that they were handing out, and some people love the polyplate because they're like, oh yeah, it's lightweight and it looks really cool. I I just don't like wearing it. Like, it, honestly, it reminds me of cosplay because a lot of that cosplay stuff is like either foam or what LARPers would refer to as polyplate, which just like, you yeah. know, it's just cast resin. And yeah, I remember wearing that, doing cosplay, and it going, this is so uncomfortable uh and this even though it's quite flexible that that stuff that they've got it like i literally have bruises like underneath my armpits um for especially swinging a two-handed sword because it doesn't really fit you because it's like generic plate that they hand out and yeah, yeah because i had to like have my hands like i kept crossing my hands because of the two-handed blade it, i was constantly like pinching myself so um, i don't think i'll be wearing it again 
No, I um, I struggle with it. There's a, a couple of reasons I struggle with it. First of all, it's never really fit properly. Um, even when they just put on the half part and anything else across my chest, it just doesn't fit. It ends up hurting my collarbones or it moves around too much. But also I feel a little bit trapped in it. I do tend to feel a bit like my, my armor at the minute, my leather armor, I can get out of that pretty easily if I have yeah. to. It's a couple of straps and it's off. I really struggled with the, the, the plate and just felt just just uncomfortable and not not yeah. that safe in it yeah you, yeah cause you need someone to like literally strap it into you don't you yeah it, it just wasn't it wasn't for me nah. um but it was fine i wore my usual so i was quite comfortable <laughs> so so yeah we, we stuck together this time yeah because we, we fought together in on the saturday and on the sunday because we were yeah. like oh yeah we, on the sunday we were like yeah let's just try and stick together i'll be a skirmish i don't want to be a heavy you know, that's the thing there was a couple of new players as well that had um sort, sort of been with us and hanging around and they were all going light skirmishy and i was like yeah well, I, yeah we'll go light skirmishy and the new player that was actually with us ended up going to join the the hospital lot so it worked yeah. out really well but then in our skirmish unit there was another two brand new players and they ended up hanging out with me quite a bit which was quite cool because yeah. i got to be like yeah this is what we do here and just <laughs> Like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it's quite funny how quickly you do move up that ladder because uh, you, you you do end up, as soon as you've been to one event and then you, you come across, there's always going to be new players at every event. So, yeah, uh, you know, there's always going to be someone. And if you've been to at least one other event, you know, there's something you can teach that new player. You know, it's quite, it's quite incredible how quickly you rise up those... Uh, the, those rungs on that ladder of being able Even, to help people and the longer you've been the more people you can help which is awesome yeah i mean the one thing that i found really daunting at e1 when we were monstering is when they were like they showed you the board went okay these are your things you've got you know cleave stay with me four hero points three hit points whatever and then yeah. everyone was like yep 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 and off they went and i just remember being like what did all that mean yeah well that's <laughs> and the thing it was you a realize, panic, right? and then yeah. Like like now it's like oh I've actually got a much better understanding can remember it really quickly I can explain it and I know what to do when calls are are, are said which makes yeah. a big difference <laughs> yeah yeah because that's the that's the mistake that I imagine I mean I definitely made is that you pick your abilities but you then you research your own abilities. And then when you go to monster and they're like, oh, you've got all this. And you're just like, I don't know what, what any of that stuff is. Mm. Really? There's not that many of them. Like it's, it's one, no. you know, cause once you've been doing it for like six months or whatever, it's like, or, or you, you've kind of been, you know, listening to all, all of it. You kind of, you, you get it relatively quickly. I would say, uh, you start yeah. understanding it a bit more, especially like the calls. There's not, there's not tons of them, you know, it's not like D and D where you've got like a million spells to, to and you shouldn't have to memorize that anyway because you're always going to have like a book or, a, or some sort of resource uh there to remind yourself but usually at larp you're not going to have a you know have the wiki on you at all times to be like wait what does that mean yeah and then if someone calls it against you you can be like oh what what does that mean <laughs> what do i have to do and the person doing the call is more than happy to because uh, they want you to take it obviously <laughs> so they're more than happy to be like oh that means that you do this um but yeah, yeah. when you're monstering and you're like oh wait i have stay with me i don't know what that does and then you just end up not using it um which by the way uh, uh uh a look into the battle 
Nobody on my team used stay with me. <laughs> it didn't matter because, you know, whatever. It's, it, I was monstering, you respawn. But nobody was using stay with me. Uh, well, like, we went out together and then uh, someone on my team cleaved me. So thanks. Yeah. So that, that split us up instantly because I got carried to the hospital, which was like three miles away. A slight exaggerate. It was far away. Okay, it yeah. was a far way to hop, is what I'll say. Yeah. Um, I came back and I was like, well, can't find anyone I'm meant to be with. I saw the couple of new people and I was like, okay, we're skirmishing. Let's skirmish. Let's run around the side and do this. And then just with you saying that with the stay with me, I ended up with a load of the Jotun instead and yeah. a couple of the Jotun actually just kept getting me back up again. <laughs> I, on the Sunday, I had a great time. I, I did. I absolutely fucking loved I, mean, I had I, a great I, time, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I left my unit pretty much instantly and that's, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but like we, we had a unit. There was supposed to be a plan. The, the plan wasn't being executed. Um and then I got literally executed and was like, that's yeah, on it. And then, and then I was just running around doing my own thing. Um, this is a difficult battle to talk about because I don't want to, like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to be unnecessarily critical to the people who were playing the Imperials, you know. But it's, it's, it's kind of difficult, honestly, because there was so one of our command, like our main commander um did say about the imperials which i i do notice so the imperials tend to be when you like when you're playing your character um you tend to be over eager you know um because they're wanting to get the objective done like the, the players that are monstering yeah. we obviously want to win <clears throat> when we're monstering that's the idea you know you're playing a game but it's not really as important to the nah. to the to the people maybe not the crew maybe or the monstering crew <clears throat> but the, the people that are monstering that day it's not as important that you get because you're in the end, your character is part of the Empire. So the, the Empire tends to be over-eager, which means they make a lot of mistakes. And it's just, we were told, like, they're going to be eager, capitalize on their mistakes. And that's literally what we did, you know? It was, it, it was literally just about sitting back and waiting for them to fuck up, basically. And I mean, maybe unfortunately, this, there was a lot. Maybe this will be quite useful, actually, for those who, who were Imperials that day, hearing it, like, what actually looked like to those of us who were monstering on their side. Maybe it would be Maybe quite it useful. would. Uh, yeah, I think I think we go for it. Um, if, if people... Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, so, like, people are unhappy with what I'm saying or what you're saying, Robin, I'm, I'm pretty sure. We're, we'll be fine if you want to come up to us, like, and discuss it in... On oh, the, yeah, definitely. ...on the field. Um, but we, we, can just, we can describe it from what... Our point of view, anyway. That's all we can do, really. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, okay. the, the the thing that like stopped us because we we were supposed to be skirmishing and we weren't really skirmishing. We were talking, oh, we're skirmishing, and then we ended up in a line fight. And I was like, I sod this, and that's when we split up because we were like, Asodics. So me and someone else in our unit was like, I don't know what we're doing. I'm like, I don't know what we're doing. Um, then the the winter markers pushed through, right? And we were, there was literally there was literally just the end of a of a line. And we were just like, we. I remember me and this other person, we just looked at each other and we just kind of shrugged and we we're like, oh, whatever, I'll take that line. And we just strolled behind them. <laughs> and it was just that. And unfortunately, like, for, especially for Wintermark, that just happened all the time. <laughs> you, they were just, they, there was just, the, the flanks were just open constantly and you just walked around them. It was, um, it was, like I said, it was fun because we were winning, you know, but uh yeah, it was it was literally just about like sitting back and because we were 
it's and everyone was on that even though i was like oh yeah the plan wasn't going to plan uh we were skirmishing in that way where we were just like sitting back as an entire force and just waiting for the imperials to make mistakes and they were just making a lot of mistakes um and you were just capitalizing and a lot of us had the same attitude because i was i was just going yeah. berserker so I, I literally would just run in and as soon as i saw as soon as i saw at the end of a line a flank that was unguarded or anywhere that i could just run up to an archer i was just doing it i was like it's it's bad but i was like well i'm just going to respawn um and if i respawn and that's the end of my and i don't can't get back on the field it's hot whatever i can have a chill out so unfortunately i was just running in and just doing massive damage and literally everyone on the Yagara and Jotun side were doing the same. Um, and it was just super effective um, against what... Because I don't even know what the Imperials were trying to achieve. That's the thing. I just knew that we were just going to go in there and kill Imperials. That was our yeah. job. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, and I mean, I, I had a similar thing. After I sort of got myself healed up and came back, that's when I ended up doing pretty much what you did. I did a bit of skirmishing. And again, yeah, I was like, it was weird because it, we we were like, oh, let's just go through these trees here. And we went around and then we were there and we kind of looked at each other and we're like, these are all Imperials we're standing with, aren't they? And we're like, do we just, yeah, okay, let's just start fighting. And then we were just getting hits off and running off again yeah. and just true skirmish style. Yeah. But me personally, I don't like doing the skirmishing. I like being in the front line. So I ended up getting split off again. And there was a gap in the front. And it was all Jotun that were there. And I kind of came up and one of them pretty much grabbed me and went, yep, you can fill the gap and pushed me into it. And I went, okay. <laughs> and then we that's where things got quite hairy for the Imperials because <laughs> we... Bit. That's the, the whole thing. Well, it was Wintermarkers mainly. There may have been people there who were not Wintermarkers. So I, I'm, I'm sorry if, if that's the case. But all I saw was Wintermark. And we ended up getting them into a donut very quickly. Yeah. And we were just standing there. And it was like, and you're probably going to mention this again later, actually, because we both had the same experience where we'd have like eye contact with one of them and then they look away and it yeah. was just like a yeah th yeah th this was a different <laughs> yeah this is a difficult thing that i kind of i i spoke about a lot and on the podcast i was like mm, should i speak about this and no, that's, yeah, why, that, that's mean, why i'm a bit like uh, humming yeah. boring because it, it's okay to make mistakes it's totally okay to make oh, mistakes yeah, but like you yeah. said you i think you convinced me by saying it might be valuable um yeah you and i both said that and there was a few people that i spoke to about this and yeah, sometimes, like, literally, you, you'd be... People were just losing focus. Like, you, you'd be looking someone dead in the eye, and you're like, oh, I've got this big sword, and they're looking at you, and then they would just, like, turn around and then wander off, and you're like, okay, and then you just run through the gap. And then, you know, the, the, the Imperials were just, like, falling. <laughs> like It, it, was, it wasn't it very... Was... And I was trying to, like, kind of keep in character, because I was like, okay, right, we're, we're here with the Yotam, we're actually meant to be quite honorable we're meant to you know our opponent is worthy of this fight basically and i was trying to keep that in mind because at one point and 
you know, I'm, I'm going to make some assumptions here that it might have actually been quite a lot of, of newer newer players there. Oh, yeah, and it was, it was, it was, yeah. oh, I think it, it looks like a scary situation because I literally saw as one of the winter markers shouted over to someone being like bring the shield forward and they just shook their head and started stepping yeah. back and i thought yeah. it looked a bit dangerous and i literally turned to one of the Yotans next to me like um out of character and was like um do you are they okay in there because it's they're getting crushed we're just we're, we're just casually walking and they keep going back and then this the Yotan pointed out to me and went see over there that huge opening we've left that gap so that people don't actually get hurt so at any point, they can actually go through that gap and they can flank us. And we've left it open intentionally. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay. And then it got to a point and then I got to a bit point where we were like crushing right in. And um, I believe it was actually the leader on our side who came over and just said to all of us and just went step back 10 paces and just give them a chance to come out. Yeah. So we yeah. did that and we just all went, okay. And we, we, we stepped back and we gave them an opportunity to come out because I mean, I, I think it was just, it, it went downhill really quickly. Yeah. I mean, I, again, it was a, you're saying about like the Jotun. I mean, it was, it, it's good that that's who the Imperials were fighting because it gave, it gave us an, a, a, um, gave us like a reason to do the whole like because i think that because there was literally like a handshake wasn't there oh the i retreat. i heard that bit you, so you, I mean, you were there I, for that I, bit right yeah um yeah. for for the the explanation yeah from the actual leader um so it was actually when we again we, we went about skirmishing and we came on our, our side and a whole load of um imperials were coming through and the person in charge stopped us and went We've had a handshake agreement with um, your what's the what's the correct term? The person in charge, the field marshal. Field marshal. So we've had a handshake yeah. agreement with the, the the field marshal. They have granted us permission to safely um, flee, basically. Yeah, the Oten gave them permission to say yeah people, yeah and they were like they said we're not going to attack you as, as long as the, the agreement is that we're we've not to we've not to to attack and yeah. we all went okay and we just stood and waited and watched them all kind of casually strung back out and i was just like because at the time i we were there and i was like what what time is it because it doesn't feel like we've been here very long <laughs> we weren't just because we weren't I just, uh, honestly, during the battle, it was all like, oh my gosh, that was a lot of fun. That was quite easy. It was quite relaxed, a lot of it. And then afterwards, when we actually came back around, we we're walking through Anvil and we were all like smiley. And then we just saw the aftermath yeah. and we're just like, oh. Yeah. Can I talk about a little bit about what? Sorry, I was yeah, doing? yes, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I totally uh, cut over you. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. It's fine. No, just before we like move on to the to the aftermath. Of the yeah, battle. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I died three times. Um, <laughs> because I was just like, yeah, sod it. Um, someone someone shot me with an arrow in the uh in the testicle. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> that, it, it kind of hurt, but I was like, it 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 didn't it didn't hurt bad enough for me to be like, oh, I'm out of character hurt, and that was a dick move. 
excuse the pun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I like so I just I just played to it and was just like, that's the cool thing about being a monster. You can do this like over dramatic death because I was just yeah. I, I was having a whale of a time because like you're saying with the donor, I wasn't that I wasn't lying, but I was skirmishing. So there was a point where we had the entire imperial army just in this massive circle. And I was just running along the circle and just and just looking for opportunities. And I would just run in with my two-hander and just like go, ah, and just and literally do like three hits just to panic an Imperial. And then as soon as they just went, ah, and then got their senses enough to fight me, I would just back out. I would just go, Wee, and then just disappear. And then I was like, so I made a little game. I was like, right, I'm going to fight the winter markers. And then I'm going to go fight the brass coast. And then I'm going to go oh fight God. the marchers. That's literally <laughs> what I did. Um, I spent a lot of time by the tree where the marchers were because the marchers um had had a fair few like archers and they would like next to the brass coast if i can remember right and there was there was quite a few archers there which mm. was fun that's because i got shot like so many times um but it was it was quite funny just to like bait them and then obviously i would just wait until yeah like you said that some of them would just like stop paying attention and i was like well here i go and then i would just because i'm like whatever you know I, I got killed every time i did it but i'm just like hey like archer if you're not paying attention i'm coming for you and then as soon as they they drop their guard um, or the people next to them weren't paying attention and then the line opened up because they were walking forward and I'm like, well, we've got the upper hand. Why are you making gaps? And just run in and, and go for it. So the third time I died, I was like, because at first you die and then we're like, right, okay, you know, respawn, go, and you, you would go out. The third time I died, I sat there like, all right, we've been told. So they were like, right, we've been told uh, no more respawns currently. And I'll, that's when I realized that things weren't, going well for the imperials i was like oh no more respawns currently and they're like yeah we'll just wait and then they were like right that's it over i'm like really <laughs> already <laughs> it was like, yeah i Whoops. mean one of my favorite things though about monstering is the role play is when they hit you and you're just giving them that whole like you know yeah. dramatic role play and everything and you know really making them like feel good you know about getting you and everything yes. because they, they, everyone who was there when they were monstering for us there was some great role play moments but, oh yeah yeah, yeah. No, I, I like to give a a monster performance that i would like to receive if you if that's a weird <laughs> sentence to say uh, but, wow but, you know what i don't know it wasn't dirty it was just a weird sentence <laughs> you making I'm it sorry. dirty um it sounds dirty it's not dirty at all there's nothing about that I sentence so anyway, I mean, you're you're but you're the one that had all the orc stories. I think they're they're the <laughs> worst for those types of stories. I don't know if I'm allowed to repeat no. um, what they said. <laughs> no, but they I did. Mean, they gave me something to spread around Anvil. Yeah, it was gross. <laughs> it was gross. You would definitely you would definitely spread something with their methods anyway. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so, so yeah, like uh, so th there was a few winter markers that I was just like. Right, I'm just going to come in and yeah, I'm just going to give these players good games. So even though it's not like if I was actually trying to win the fight, like with my, you know, two handed sword, you know, it's about like it's like point fighting. So you're like, OK, well, I'll just get you where you're not armored. But I think it's way more fun because they've got the shield and they're feeling like a hero. You're just like, I'm just going to go and like lightly hit the shield and just do these big like dramatic and just so they can feel like fucking heroes you know and that that's the and it's fun for me as well i'm not saying oh yeah i'm letting them win or anything i would still fight them you know if they if they let their guard down i'd be like there but it's cool to just be like run 
make them feel like they're actually fighting someone in, like in a bit of a theater you know and, yeah um and, and then do that really frustrating thing where you're doing these big movements you're like rah, rah, and they're blocking everything and then you just tap them on the wrist and go <laughs> cleave <laughs> they're like <laughs> they're like ah come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah no definitely yeah um so yeah but then we yeah when we headed out it was uh yeah it was we, we were like smiles and we were like oh do, do, do. that was fun and then we got into we didn't even get into like the sort of in character area we were just like right by like the food trucks and um god and that and like the tone just shifted <laughs> like we were like ooh, oh what have we done <laughs> we just like quickly remove the red <laughs> What have we done? Remove all the monstering stuff. We're so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was the best part was actually uh, because we both decided then let's go get a shower because it was really hot and we were just oh, knackered. Yeah. So I, I grabbed my full kit, my makeup box, a whole lot, and we, we headed over to the showers, but we have to walk through Wintermark to get there. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was, that was uncomfortable. Yeah, so I mean, it, it was bad. I think there was there was a lot of people lost, obviously, and um, it was maybe a little bit exaggerated because, as you can, um, <laughs> throw up and open a beer for the audio listeners. <laughs> you uh, all love it, don't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there was as as the rumor mill churns, like we were hearing like massive numbers of like character deaths. Um, I think there was a lot of downs. There was like, there was yeah, a, we yeah. were told later that those numbers were those that were down yeah. and like taken back, but yeah. didn't all die. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, that that was a an interesting tone to then come back to um, in character, and then obviously hearing all the all the stories, um, and then like after that, we were like, right, well, we may as well just like crack on with. The test of metal stuff um which i was back to my unsuccessful ways uh go ahead i don't know if i can say it what because the one thing that i don't know all the information about but not everybody who was meant to be fighting with the imperials was fighting oh no yeah we should definitely mention that because literally you brought it up earlier yeah. you actually oh sorry not you alluded to it earlier do you I want to did, explain this I? thing since you I, I don't know much about it but i, I know that the um imperial well, say Sorry? what your character say what your character knows my character knows that the imperial orcs weren't going to be going out to fight um and i don't know all the ins and outs as well, to they why they didn't come out to fight yeah that's what I, what, what I'm saying is like I knew what my character knew like before that like that they weren't going to be going out to fight. Listen, I didn't know that at all. I didn't I didn't know that in character at all. Well, they did mentioned it. They'd said because really? yeah, I can't remember who it was I was speaking to. I ended up speaking to like a lot of orcs was there, and then some more outside. But it's more like they'd hinted and alluded to the fact that yeah, we won't be won't be um fighting. Yeah. Um, and it was because of this the particular job that was taken on and it was to do with the Jotun and Thule. the Jotun being slain. Oh. It was a Thule. Oh, I don't know then. So the the Empire has um that the, they have a it's not it's a trick we we're, we're basically that the Thule is another barbarian nation. Um, okay. and we, the empire is basically doing business with them currently. Uh, we're not 
fighting with them where we've got agreements with them treaties treaties is the word i'm looking for we have treaties with the thule currently the thule are taking slaves and the imperial orcs uh, robin alluded to this earlier the imperial orcs are pretty in in recent history are free slaves yeah. that have been given their first their la sorry they've been given territory for the first time um so you know that their, their slavery is very much in the forefront of their culture very mm. fresh um so they are unhappy with being part of the empire and the empire deciding to do business basically with the thule um and they decided not to send their armies with the imperial armies on the sunday so that very much i mean if they, they are actually i think they are actually the smallest nation right but uh yeah that still would have made a massive difference on the battlefield. So uh, I oh, think, yeah. so literally a handful of Imperial Orcs showed mm. up. Basically the entire, almost the entirety of the Imperial Orcs didn't show up um, for the Sunday battle. Um, which caused a lot of juicy drama on the Sunday. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of drama yeah. and a lot of nations on the Sunday. <laughs> Not that we were a part of it, but it was like... Oh, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, we we're, were fine. We were just skipping along, doing our Dornish thing. Blah, blah, Being Dornish. Um, yeah, it, I think it did affect the the atmosphere a little bit when I was like walking around Amble. It definitely one place anyway. I, well, well, we'll just carry on and start speaking about it. So mm -hmm. I went back to the Brass Coast to try and find my uh, wedded couple from the day before, see so if I could catch them. Um, Aronel came with me and I was like, well, I'm doing test of metal things. So basically like piss off because we're yeah, competing. Pretty much just like piss off. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is at this point, how you are three nil up on me and you're like, oh, let's just have a walk around. I'm like, no, I want to try to close the gap. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to go over here. So he told me to bugger off. So I, I did, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. fine. Yeah, so uh, I was I was like, well, where are you going to go? She's like, oh, well, we, I, you know, I haven't got a story from Urizen. Where's Urizen? And I was like, well, Urizen's over there. And I wasn't going to give her that much information. And I was like, yeah, I was like, Urizen's Vegas over there. Ever. I just pointed. And you didn't know in character, out of character, where the Urizen, Urizeni camp was or anything. Probably like, in a random direction. Yeah, I just like, yeah, it's over there somewhere. <laughs> um, so then I just go on like a wild goose chase trying to find people. And it just wasn't happening, you know? And there was a lots of stuff going on. There was lots of... Um, stuff you know to do with the battle that just happened obviously the generals are in military council right after it um there's a lot of drama going on um and i, I just I, it was just basically all my conversations were just kind of fruitless you know i had some good conversations um, yeah. and i was like oh and i was tired as well like out of character tired and i was like whatever so i by the time i'd gone around the brass coast like three or four times i walked up to the sentinel gate i'm like you know what i'm just gonna head to the marches and see what's going on there and then, who do I see coming back from that that road up from, like, the marches, like, from uh, near the Sentinel Gate, but, like, Aronel with another character, and Aronel says to me, oh, there he is, and points to me, and she's like, oh, Godric, this is such and such, and Urizeni, they have a great love story, and I'm like, what's the actual... <laughs> What the yeah, re rewind? 
<laughs> um, after Godric pointed me off in a random direction, uh, which wasn't yours, and by the way, um, I, I started wandering and I, I just bumped into a person and went, hi, is this Urizen? And they went, no, Urizen's just that bit over there. I was like, oh, thank you. And I walked in, I bumped into another person. I was like, hello, is this Urizen? And then they were like, yes, this is Urizen. I was like, oh, great. I'm looking for Urizen love stories. And the person I was speaking to went, oh, I'm actually from the league, but my, my, my friend here probably has a great story for you. And then they went, oh yeah, I've got a great story. Come with me. And we went and we, we, we sat down and got out a notebook and they proceeded to tell me this beautiful love story. Um, it was their own love story. Also, if, uh, if you're, you're listening right now, feel free to shoot me a message so I can actually credit you at some point because this was amazing. Uh, this, um, it was an amazing love story about a Wintermarker who fell in love with someone from Urizen. And it went, oh my gosh, the amount I learned about Urizen and about how love works and everything else was incredible. The story, perfect. And then at the end of it, they were like, oh, are you heading back to Dawn now? Can I come with you? I need to go do something. I was like, yes, let's go. And then on the way back, um, which was quite funny because they just finished telling me the story and the person who, who is their lover turned up and I, I was like, oh, I feel like I already know you. And then we started walking back and they went, oh, tell me, tell me your story then. I was like, oh, okay. And I told um, them the full story of Arnel and Godric. And just as I finished it, there was Godric. And I was like, oh, there he is now. Wandering around like a lost puppy. <laughs> just, like... <laughs> so we, we headed to Dawn and they were wonderful. They were like, are you okay? Do you have everything? Do you have everything in the notebook? Do I need to repeat anything? Or do you want me to say it, tell it to the troubadour for you or anything? I was like, no, that's perfect. I've got everything. Thank you. And they had this beautiful artwork with them. So we were like looking at the artwork for a bit. And then I went off. And I got that story confirmed. <laughs> and you got that story confirmed. And meanwhile, as we've crossed paths, I'm like, right, okay, well, I'm struggling in the Brass Coast because the Brass Coast was, uh, yeah, I, I, I was like, right, I know I've got a decent story there somewhere. Again, like I, I pointed out my mistake from in the last couple of episodes of like, I should have just been more random instead of like chasing down one lead. I should have just been like, right, well, that's not fruitful. I'm just going to ask a random person, hey, do you know anything about love? Like, Fine. Like Arunel did. Okay, I've learned my lesson. Um, so <laughs> as I passed those two, I went up to the marches. And I'm like, well, I'm going to head up to the marches. I went up to the marches. That was a bad, like the worst time ever to go to the marches. Probably. Like ever. Probably. Um, it probably even worse that I was Dornish. Like walking in there, um, they were having like a national meeting um all the egregores were like speaking and they were all like in a semicircle around the egregores talking about what had just happened in the battle because the marchers were not happy as a nation like really not happy um and the atmosphere in there was just like we're not happy so i'm just like bouncing in with my like flower crown on being like Stories of love, because the, the entire nation seemed like focused on what the egregores were saying. And I'm like, so this is, yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to sit around and have a listen, see if I can get some conversations going. But it was just, it was a no-go. It was like, I, I realized how the more I listened, the more serious it was getting. And I was like, 
yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this. <laughs> Picturing um Godric Homer Simpsoning it out of there. Yeah, basically. pretty much. Pretty much because I st stuck out again like a sore thumb. I was just like, okay, this seems like very uh very serious march of business. <laughs> so I'm just going to head off back to camp. Um and we had a few, had a few more other conversations and other bits and pieces I could do. And that was kind of it for the weekend, really, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I think I just, yeah, I got that story confirmed. got my, my, my orc story confirmed because the, the troubadour who had, con, had confirmed it um, hadn't actually yet because the, the main part of it is that they need to go back to, to um, Lord Lupo and let him know. So they quite luckily for me I literally got them just before time out and they were like yeah sure and they ran over and they confirmed it so I was um really happy with that obviously and yeah I, mean, I think I just like hung around and chatted to people um the person from the league that I had met on the Friday had come to dawn to speak to a few people just to say goodbye and that they came up to say goodbye to us and everything they, they were wonderful some great conversations um yeah and i think that was um that was it we just started packing up <laughs> start packing up and yeah so um because you, you looks like you're not going to say it but yeah you so you ended up four zero on me um is that what it is yeah four zero <laughs> and yeah i was like <laughs> because i mean i was i was wasn't surprised that you got four i was uh disappointed that i didn't get any confirmed like i've got some um but i didn't get any confirmed um but i was actually like with, with the trouble that i had uh getting them confirmed or getting one that i thought would be good enough confirmed i was actually shocked halfway through that you'd managed to get so many so so quickly <laughs> I had been quite ruthless though when it came to it. Like if somebody in an age went, oh, I know there is a story between these people. If it took me more than like five minutes yeah. to try and figure out where they were, I just went on just to moved story. on. Because I, I, I was almost yeah. just like, well, there's going to be more than one love story. Yeah, that's what I should have done. And yeah, well. Well, I, that's what I, Godric could have done. I got good game, right? I, like I, it's, it's not the fact that I'm like, oh no. I fail. Like, Godric probably feels like he's failing. Well, he does feel like he's failing. I'm not saying probably. Like, I am Godric, right? So he, he feels like he's failing in this task. Um, but the the funniest, like, because we're having fun telling these stories, right, of, you know, Godric doing daft things. So from out of character, I'm loving it. In character, I'm like, <laughs> I need to need to do need to do better. So Godric's reflecting a lot in in downtime, um, and hopefully coming back with some sort of strategy um, for E four to see if he can get ahead. Yeah, I think um, E four for myself. I have you know plans obviously, um, and then. After that, I am hoping to go around a lot of the nations again and take a few little thank you things. The thing is, I, I actually, I, I did have so much fun within the York camp. I want to go back there, but I'm also, 
aware that I need to have someone else with me who's willing to kind of come in with me and things like that. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's the case. Like, if you become friends in there, I don't think that actually is always the case. I think if, oh. hey, I mean, they've got issues at the minute, so there's plenty of um, opportunities for a decent game with the Orcs. Yeah, maybe if, if anyone's listening, you know, maybe I can actually, no, maybe I can just like head up there because I want to do some trading anyway because they, they do some great trading. So I was going to head there to do some trading. But then, yeah, if I can head in, I've already made some friends there. I've got a few things I want to take in yeah. and, and then speak to people. That'd be cool. Um, one thing that I've not actually mentioned over the podcast so far, one thing I had a lot of fun with um, was, um, and I'm going to make it nice and, and vague and just say the children of Dawn. I had a lot of fun with the Children of Dawn. Um, children of Dawn. That sounds like like some like Lance or something. <laughs> I know, it? right? <laughs> I don't want to mention is, then, any, any names here, yeah, but yeah, Children uh, of Dawn, wonderful. <laughs> I, I might. I'm actually you, actually, because um, that the, they belong to Dornish houses, but I don't think they're actually technically Children of Dawn. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, Empire. I know. I just wanted to kind of be like, get yeah, children within Yeah, you, Dawn. you mean the, the, the Dornish players in Dawn, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, without actually saying any names and things. So I'm not going to yeah. mention anything where any of the kids are. Yeah. But all I will say is, well, those of you listening, um, you, you'll know if it was your kids that ended up <laughs> camped out with us for quite a bit. Um, great fun, great role play. And yeah. I plan on giving them a little job to do at E4. Yeah, too. I, I love how the entire <laughs> economy of the Empire goes through the hands of the children at Empire. is quite hilarious. Um, I just... I'm sorry, I know what you're going to say, but it's before you say that, I've just got this idea. I'm kind of like, and I feel like Luca would approve of this if I get all the kids that I befriended last time and just get them to just sabotage every pr potential story you come across. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I barely, I mean, if you put your mind to it, I don't, I think Aranel could just like totally destroy Godric, <laughs> like emotionally. No. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, games. you were you were to say about the 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 economics of the children. Oh, that that was it. Yeah, like the, I love how the entire economy pretty much goes through the hands of the children at Empire. Um, one thing I do I do love that uh, aspect of the setting is that like the children. So if you're a child in the Empire, it's 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 a good mechanic for like out of character for the kids to be with their parents in a nation, but not be like oh i have to be in dawn because my parents yeah. are in dawn you know literally all the kids in the empire are just imperials and they go to the academy and then they have to like earn citizenship so when they earn their citizenship and there's an age cap on it basically to help you know them go oh yeah well now you're old enough to play the game properly and you can like choose your own nation now you know so yeah. even though a kid because adoption is a big thing in the setting it's it's a completely normalized adoption so um well, we, uh, well, I was there with you actually when we were learning about the Orcish, or I'm saying the Orcish, the Imperial Orcs, how yes. they, uh, well, I, well, I'm saying, actually, that's probably correct. The first thing I said, because I think um, the Yotun do it. Um, so the Yotun take in uh, human children, adopt human yeah. children, and then once they're old enough, they go, right, off you go. You know, it's not a, even though we, as the Empire, class them as barbarians, um, that's a very unbarbarous thing to do of the Yotun. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's quite it's quite interesting actually the way they work it with the the kids. Um, yeah. I mean, one thing that's definitely it's on my list and it's still on my list. I just haven't 
I haven't created the opportunity for myself to go do it yet. And that is, I want to do something with the Academy. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know what that is yet, but I definitely do want to go and do something involved, involving with the Academy because I think I'd really, I think I'd have a lot of fun to be honest doing yeah. that. <laughs> um, we, we, we had our um, story uh, so far uh, talked about in a in-character newspaper in Dawn called the yes. Dawnish Herald. Um, so we got a little write-up um, from our friend Jenea in Dawn. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jenea did a wonderful write-up in the Dawnish Herald about our love story and more specifically our test of metal. And it was just wonderful. Oh, was I, great, I, yeah. oh, I, I just honestly, you managed to um, manage to capture every single part of it and just write it in such a great way. It was um, I've literally I've got it like as I've got a little display in the corner of my room now um, with that sitting there. That was like the first thing we did actually at yeah when it, we set out we were like because i think i think well we saw janelle and was like oh yeah you know and then as soon as like timing came like oh the dornish herald is there for you to buy and we we're like right straight over to the dornish herald. yeah that was the first thing we had to do yeah we were just like we need this now because yeah. <laughs> we're in it <laughs> yeah I, I like the in-character publications they're really they're, there's lots of them as well um uh, i found out <laughs> that in most nations apart from dawn if there's one and done, let me know. Um, but there's basically like um <laughs> like in character smut in every single nation that oh, I came across. Like um there was um a burlesque sort of like drawings and things and some of them. Um some of them it was like um erotic stories and tales. I'm honestly, I was getting this offered to me in every nation. It got to the point where I was like, I'm gonna come back at the end of this freaking test of metal and be like hey, I don't have any love stories, but I have a pile of porn. Will that get me into the house? Well, I mean, because so one of the places that I, or one of the groups that I spoke to in the league during my uh, excursion out there was the um, group that does The Looking Glass, um, which is a leagueish publication. And uh, although I haven't purchased one or read it in character, I think that's down that kind of vein. Not just all smart, I don't think, but yeah, it's different. No, it's not. Um, the Looking Glass actually, oh, yeah, you just reminded me of stuff um, with the Looking Glass because they, they had recently um, put something online about it that I, I meant to be sending them something for that. So I need to oh, get on that. Yes. <laughs> really? Ooh. Yeah. Well, you and I. Oh, oh, really? I told you about it. Oh, probably. I just can't remember. That's yeah cool. uh, that, that's one well, thing yes I, I want an excuse to go and chat to them <laughs> yeah that, that's one thing i've noticed as well after so after our third event uh i've been way more confident um kind of in downtime um i've been doing quite a bit of like in character mail uh because yes. i'm like okay well like doing stuff especially things like writing things down and planning things out because i made those mistakes in character at e3 and i was like okay well you know what I'm going to, no, I know some of these people and I'm a bit more confident to be like people who don't, I don't know being like, Hey, you want some in character mail, you know? And because you like, so people who aren't empire people listening mm -hmm. to this, um, you can't like on Facebook and forums, it's against the rules to speak in character, uh, on 
you know, on a public platform or not, you can speak in character on public platform, but what I mean is like, it's not, <laughs> you can't just go, oh yeah, we had this conversation in a Facebook comment, comment thread, therefore yes. it's in character <laughs> and therefore this is what's happening in Empire. No, like it needs to be done in character. So people usually just like send each other in character mail, whether that's like digital or analog. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I've been sending a lot more mail as well so which is good because now i have things to i've kind of lined things up so as soon as e4 hits i can go speak to people about stuff you know which yeah is, which exactly is nice. sorry is, is my mic picking up the um sound of the extremely heavy rain outside um no all I can I, hear. well yeah well the thing is i can't hear on your mic but obviously we're in the same place so i can i can hear it outside yeah. as well so th that's sorry probably, i was just like yeah oh. this is probably the first rain we've had in in weeks um it's it's crazy uh also i'm, I'm definitely i'm going so it's behind me so i can remember it um we i got handed we both got handed a copy of the tale of sir toots um mm -hmm. i'm just gonna i'm gonna go read it before we wrap up the podcast let's do it that's a wonderful way i think to to, to wrap everything up okay so so toots so th this was the uh this was the story written by the troubadour that uh took part in the trial of troubadours and chose uh godric as his champion uh to write the story about um even though i mean it's it's titled so toots i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh, Godric doesn't mind that it's about Sir Toots. Oliver might mind <laughs> that it's not titled Godric. But anyway, uh, so this is so this is uh, Sir Duncan Toots by Killian Mortaire. <clears throat> Performance voice on. Here is the tale of Sir Duncan Toots, a proud ceramic elephant, and his friend in glory, Godric. The pair as mighty as a regiment. Sir Duncan Toots Fought the Druge, Sir Duncan Toots held the line, Sir Duncan parried every blade, Sir Duncan Toots was fine. Sir Duncan Toots fought the Druge, strapped to brave Godric's plate, Sir Duncan charged into the woods, his ambition would not abate. Sir Duncan Toots fought the Druge, he left his ally's sight, Sir Duncan charged with glory to the thickest of the fight. Brave Godric could not find him. He was nowhere to be found until, next to a pile of slaughtered druge, Sir Duncan shattered on the ground. Why did you have to say that? <laughs> it was great. That, uh, yeah, that, thank you. Thank you, uh, Killian Mortar. Yes. Um, Fucking beautiful, thank you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's great. So it's it's it's. I'm gonna put it back up. So for audio listeners, it's right behind, right behind my camera. Yeah, audio listeners, we've got it um, up on a lovely set of shells Oliver held with the D20 magnet. Held with the D20 <laughs> magnet. Um, do, you, do you want to do a quick quick wrap up? Uh, yeah. What, what what we um, thought of E3 and what we want to do for next time. Okay. Um, yeah, E3. For, for myself, anyway, it was incredible because I got to meet so many people from so many nations that I never would have gone to before if it wasn't for the wonderful Tesla Metal that was given to me. So it was just incredible with that. 
I had so much fun fighting. I really enjoyed us fighting together. That was um, one of the highlights, actually, which is strange because we've always fought apart. So I, I enjoyed that. And I took every opportunity to fight within the glory square, every single opportunity. And I will probably be doing that again. So E4, I will definitely be again fighting as much as possible in the glory square. I have a couple of things that I'm working on that I will keep to myself until after E4 because hopefully I will get to tell you lovely people what they are uh, once they've actually happened along with continuing our test of metal yeah I, I, I also enjoyed I really liked the Saturday battle the Saturday battle was 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 definitely up there for me. I loved the little interactions I had with so many different players this time. There's there's not one big oh yeah this moment was a highlight um, like it was at E1 or E2. There was no one big like oh yeah this Testavada we saw or um, this tournament I was in. But a, a lot of what I liked about E3 was all these little conversations. Whether it was like fruitful for Godric or not, it was definitely. Um, valuable to me as a player all those little uh things that i could see other players were getting value out of it and and so was i um yeah the saturday battle was was absolutely immense i love that i loved uh well i think for, for next time for, for next time i think i've said several times throughout the past few episodes what i want to improve on as a player and as a character be more prepared um just i've just got to kind of dive in and and be a little bit more don't don't chase down those those kind of leads uh because you're so far ahead of me i kind of need to just concentrate on the test of metal um i don't really want to plan too much else i have a few other things in the woodwork for e4 um but it will probably i'm probably going to take advantage of the fact that you have other plans to try and get ahead of you and that's pretty much what the plan is. <laughs> um, Crafting-wise, I think I'm gonna. I've got a little pro few projects in my head. I'm not certain what I want to do, crafting-wise, for the next time. Um, but yeah, I'm just. I'm just looking forward to. Yeah, the, I think E4 is going to be a culmination as well of of everything that we've done in our first year of Empire, um, and I am dreading. I'm dreading, like the end <laughs> where we have then a six month gap um between e4 and e1 next year <laughs> because we've literally just started this hobby and now we've just got used to there being an event every six weeks and you're like yay and uh yeah i'm, I'm dreading that first experience of being like oh no more now until a long time yeah yeah great do you want to say goodbye yeah and um, thank you all for listening and or watching and yeah we'll see you next time okay. bye see you at e4 everyone bye, bye. if you enjoyed this show make sure that you follow and subscribe so you know you know when a new episode is posted um, you can leave a review, you can share it around, it would really help us out, and you know we appreciate you doing that. And remember, you can catch us live on twitch.tv forward slash to have underscore to roll. That's the number two, and, and roll is into roleplay. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening.